and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop that you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about values or what I call principles, what they are and why they are important in business. But first, Why do I call them principles and not values? Well, firstly, I have a process, the actually 10 P's process that I use to take my clients through the basic building blocks of good business and great marketing. So I needed a P word to include in the process. But that's not the only reason that I prefer principles over values. Values to me is a very passive word. Your values are largely innate and inherent, put in place thanks to education, socialization, and background. But in business, your values can be more active. They guide your business and your marketing, and you get to decide what they are and what they should be within certain parameters. So I think of them as guiding principles rather than values. But why are they important? I mean, principles are a de facto good thing, right? Yes, of course. And having a set of clear principles makes decision making a lot easier, which we're going to explore in a minute. But there is another very simple reason why having and acting in accordance with a set of guiding principles is important. If you ask clients and customers why they choose to work with one brand or company over another, the majority, well over 60%, will talk about a shared sense of values as one of the primary reasons. Now, the original research that that statistic is based on is a few years old now, and I suspect that the percentage is even higher as we've seen an explosion in mindful, conscious consumerism over the past few years. Now, I'm a words person, right? Some may call me a words geek. I adore words and the power of words. And I think there's a lot to be gained by understanding the definition and origin of a word when we use it. In this case, the definition of principles as a rule or belief that governs behaviour is one I particularly like because your principles should be a rule if they're going to have any true value in your business. And they should guide your behaviour and the behaviour of everyone in your team. And I love the origin of the word from the Latin principium, meaning a beginning, because your principles should be the beginning of things, the starting point for decisions within your business. So what are principles? I think of them as guiding principles. And the first thing to note is that your principles should reflect and reinforce the uniqueness of you and your business. Most of us operate in a marketplace of choice. We're not unicorn businesses. There are other people like us who offer similar products and services. What makes us stand out in our market 
uniqueness. And our principles can be a useful tool for differentiation, for helping us to explain how we differ from the next person offering coaching, training, research, whatever it may be. When you are the founder and often the chief provider of services in a business, then it's really important that your business principles are congruent with who you are. There cannot be a mismatch between the principles at work in your business and how you show up in the world more widely, or it creates a really jarring effect, a kind of dissonance that undermines trust and undermines the customer's experience of working with you. Because if everything that they've learned about you up until the point they work with you is, for example, that you are an optimist, and then they begin the process of working with you and realize that actually you're a bit of a cynic, they will doubt every other aspect of their decision to work with you in the first place. So your principles should be unique, a point of differentiation, and they need to be congruent with who you are. They also need to guide every decision that you make in your business, from the products you develop to the people that you do business with. Your principles can act as, I think of it like an initial hurdle, like a fast no, or they can be the deciding factor when it comes to making a more nuanced decision. So let me give you an example. You're deciding on a potential business partner, someone that you might partner up with to do business. Question, do they share your principles? They don't have to be exactly the same, but are your principles and theirs aligned? If the answer is no, then that's a fast no. This is not someone you're going to go into business with. This is not somebody you're going to partner up with. But if the answer is yes, fantastic, then this is a potential relationship worth exploring further. Let me give you another example. You're struggling to choose between a range of similar options. So for example, a VA right? They all offer the services you want and need. They all charge roughly the same. They all seem to have similar levels of expertise and experience. How do you choose? Well, you make principles a deciding factor. Which of the VAs on offer appears to be more aligned with your principles? Your principles should also guide your behavior and act as a guide for your team. So when you're faced with a given situation, challenge, opportunity, ask yourself, how would I respond to this if I was truly embodying our principles? So for example, me, in actually loving collaboration is one of our core guiding principles. So when I or a member of the team are faced with a particular challenge or situation, the question we ask is, how would I respond to this if I were truly coming from a place of loving collaboration? And allow that question and the answer to it to guide your decisions and your behaviour. Hopefully, you get now why it's important that your principles don't just sit on your website or on a poster in your office, why it's important that they show up in the way that you run your business, how you make decisions, how you behave. But there's one area where principles are often overlooked, and that's marketing. Before somebody begins working with you, 
Obviously, when they're working with you, they're going to get to experience your principles in action firsthand. But before they start working with you, the only thing they have to go on to determine whether they like and share your values is your marketing. So it's crucial that your marketing reflects your principles. And that means more than simply writing about them and telling people what they are. In fact, If you go and take a look at my website, www.actually.world, you'll notice that my principles don't show up on my website at all, although they may do in the next revamp of it. But for now, they don't. And if I ask people in the wider Actually community what they think my principles are, which is something I do quite regularly, I guarantee you that they will mention at least two or three of the principles I espouse, even though they're not on my website and they're not showing up in my marketing as a statement of fact. How? Because of how I'm showing up in my marketing activity, because of the content that we put out there, because of the value that we add. Don't just tell people what your principles are. Show them. We've talked about what your principles need to be unique, a means to differentiate yourself, to stand out in a crowded marketplace, congruent, congruent with who you are and with how you behave. They are a means for connection and for business decision making, and they need to be reflected in all of your marketing. I want to share a cautionary tale about what principles should not be. Beware what I think of as hygiene factor principles or principles that are frankly just a description of your job. Job description or hygiene factor principles are things like, let me think of an example. Let's say you're an accountant and one of your principles is accuracy or details oriented. That's a job description principle. If I'm going to my accountant, I expect to be able to take it for granted that they are accurate or details oriented. Otherwise, what are they doing with my balance sheet, with my invoicing? Similarly, if you're a coach, compassion or committed listening as guiding principles, no, those are job description principles. It's something people should be able to take for granted and more to the point, might wonder why you need reminding as a coach of the need for compassion. Why do you need to have that as a guiding principle in your business, written on your website, on your computer screensaver? Surely it's just a description of your job. So take some time over the coming days to consider your business principles or values. How do they make you stand out? How do they guide your decision making and your behavior and how they are or could be reflected in your marketing? Because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey and you will always be welcome.